Well, it has been a long wait, but finally North Texas has a JW Marriott. This is the high end, the Marriott's sort of international luxury portfolio of brands. It is just opening up 267 rooms, 15 stories, great location. Looks It overlooks the arts group, arts district. And uh, the project was part of Plano's Sam Moon Group. Daniel Moon's vice president and general counsel of Sam Moon Group and joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thank you for having me. Boy, this took a long, this was over two years in construction, right? Yes, just over two years, which is not atypical. I mean, generally, a construction project of this size takes about two years. But, you know, the timing, if you back time through this, you guys were finishing up design and putting the materials together and making the commitment to begin construction right in the middle of COVID. That must have, that must have been a hard decision. Yeah, no, it was crazy because we were actually in the process of closing on the construction loan when COVID hit. So obviously COVID hit March of 2020. At that time, a lot of lenders pulled out of uh, new construction deals, especially in hospitality yeah, because sure. hospitality was hit so hard. But luckily, our lenders stuck with us. They gave us a deadline of May the 31st to close on the construction loan. Otherwise, we'd have to get a new appraisal. And if we got a new appraisal, there's no way that uh, we could have closed because the values um, dropped dramatically after COVID. So we closed on our construction loan on May the 29th. I think we're the only full service new construction project in the U.S. to close in 2020 after COVID hit. So this is two months after the United States shut down. I mean, in March, shut down in March and you're closing on this loan in May. Yes. That must have been some sleepless nights. And then, of course, then, so we, well, at least interest rates came down, which I, I, I hope benef benefited you. But then, you know, the whole supply chain and 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 the workforce challenges. I mean, that was just the beginning. Yeah. In the beginning, we were lucky because right after COVID hit, nobody knew what the heck was going to happen with the world. Right. And so we actually uh, got our GMP contract uh, with our GC um, executed after COVID. And we really got good pricing uh, initially because people just wanted to make sure they had work coming up because right. they didn't know how long this was going to drag on. So the first half of our project, we got really solid pricing, um, you know, scheduling was terrific. But then the latter half of the project where we had a lot of allowances built in, that's where we got uh, really there were some increased costs. And, and obviously everyone got affected by supply side shortage and, and just labor shortage. Did you adjust the kind of hotel you built during the intermittent? It was always going to be a JW Marriott, I know. But I mean, this is not the kind of place where a family of four that's coming to Dallas to see the Perot to go to a Mavs game is going to stay. I mean, this is, you know, higher end. It's, I would guess, a lot of business travel. And there was a sense that maybe there wouldn't be a lot of business travel. Yeah, I mean, we didn't make any big changes. Obviously, when you make big changes, it really affects your schedule. You got to redo drawings, redo pricing, and that's just never cost effective in construction. So, we went ahead and just charged along and, and and we're really anticipating that, you know, we thought it'd be sooner, it turned out to be later, that the world would kind of get back to normal again and and we would be just fine with how we designed the hotel. 
But this is a business oriented hotel, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we thought the missing gap in the Dallas downtown uptown market was a, a luxury business hotel. You know, we already have the Ritz Carlton. So you had the very high end covered, but something kind of nicer than a Marriott, not as nice as, as a Ritz that business travelers could put on their expense reports, but also something that, you know, families feel comfortable staying that where they want to stay at a little bit nicer place, not too crazy. And uh, so we thought the JW was the kind of the missing hotel offering in the downtown uptown market. And the location's intriguing. On the one hand, you know, you're not in the center of Dallas, which is good because it, the egress is difficult getting in and out of there. But, I mean, you're sort of over off on the side. You're not near the convention center. Um, tell me about the placement. Is it the Arts District that's the allure? Yes. Yeah, so there, there's a lot of demand drivers and a lot of things we like about the site. The one is the fact that we are in the center of the Arts District. Even the hotel name is the J.W. Marriott Dallas Arts District Hotel. We're catty corner from the Dallas Museum of Art, one block away from the, the Nasher, two blocks away from Clyde Warren Park. Um, we're a couple blocks away from the Meyerson, the Winspear Opera House. So we're right in the middle of the Arts District. So we thought that's going to be great for the uh, transient leisure uh, customer. Um, but then the other thing that's great is our, our, we're right on the hard corner of Ross and Harwood, which are two ma major roads in the downtown uptown area. But because the fact that Clyde Warren Park bisects Harwood, we actually don't have too much traffic and we don't have a, a lot of the problems that hotels like the Ritz or the newly Thompson Hotel have where you just have a lot of traffic coming in. It's hard getting in and out. We have three lanes. Barely anyone drives on Harwood uh, going southbound. So it's just a great drive up appeal uh, for, for the guests and, and especially when you do big events. So we actually have one of the largest conference meeting space areas of any um, luxury downtown uptown hotel. Oh, so that, right? that was another kind of niche that we were focusing on is, is more luxury conference meeting space. So we need that very easily drop off pickup. And plus, we also are part of the Trammell Crow Center. And we're um, part of the 2000 car garage that the Trammell Crow Center built um, to supply their their office tenants and so when we have events we have great uh, valet we have great uber drop-off pickup but we also have a 2000 car self park parking garage that's part of the hotel so well, just that, a, a lot of good amenities that is unique you, you can compete i guess with the fairmont and the uh, and the omni in that in that sense yeah absolutely so tell me about the the group the, the, watching the the evolution of sam moon and sam moon group uh, over the over the decades here has just been fascinating going from a small retail operation on Harry Hines and a much larger retail operation, you know, just north of, of LBJ off Harry Hines to finally a hotel in, in West Legacy. And it's all a all family. I, I guess you guys all get along, right? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, my parents started Sam Moon Trading Company in 1984. It was a women's accessories and handbag wholesale that later shifted to retail. Uh, and as the company grew, um, you know, we decided we're going to develop the real estate where we're going to put our new retail store location. So 
It's founded by my parents. My brother joined in the early 90s. I joined in the mid 90s. And it's really just been us four ever since. And yeah, we get along great and we've grown organically. So we went from retail to shopping center construction for our retail stores. Right. And then from there, we went on to uh, hotel construction. So what did you learn from the first? I guess the first hotel was in West Legacy. And I, and I know that's been sold. So what did you learn from that? You know, um, a lot of it was just working with the hotel brands because the construction side is, is very similar to shopping center development. I mean, you hire a really good civil engineer, really good architect, really good GC. Uh, you're going to end up with a, a really good construction uh, project. The difference with hospitality is you have to work with the brand. So you have all these brand standards. So a lot of it's great because they hold your hand through a lot of it, but a lot of it is challenging because they kind of make sure that you meet these brand standards uh, in the construction project. Well, and, and brands get booted. I mean, the Anatole has been, I don't know, half a dozen brands or so, maybe maybe not that many, but over the decades. And there are three elements to this. So somebody owns the physical building. Often there's a, another company that is the operator, and then there's the flag. The, the Marriott that's on the outside. Are you two of the three? Yeah. So we're, so we're the developer yeah. and owner. So that's kind of our main title. So we put the whole project together. We put the whole team together. We choose the brand and flag. Uh, and then you have, you know, the brand and flag, which our brand is Marriott. The flag is JW Marriott. And then the third component is who's managing it. Right. You can either go franchise where you hire a third party or go brand managed. And in this instance, we went brand managed. So Marriott is, is both the manager uh, and with the with them being the manager, we get all the rights to the JW uh, brand and flag. And, and really, I mean, they're an 800 pound gorilla with, uh, you know, the points and so many people married to, to the Marriott name and all of their different brands. And I would I would guess that gives you sort of. I mean, not only instant credibility, but, you know, a, a revenue stream. People, they're going to come to Dallas and they're going to book with Marriott. Yeah, absolutely. So just that Marriott brand alone was a huge factor in our decision making. But in, not just the brand, though. You also need that right flag for where you're right. putting your project. And again, JW was that missing niche that we felt like the Dallas market really needed. I mean, Houston has two JWs, San Antonio has one, Austin has one. It, it was crazy to us that there was no JW yet in the Dallas market. So once we got an opportunity for the site, we immediately uh, reached out to Marriott to secure the JW. Well, I, I know you just got this one open, but uh, so what do you think? More hotels in the future? <laughs> we'll see. Uh, we actually, I mean, we're, we're quickly becoming the hotel um, developer experts in Dallas. We've done three major full-service hotels in the last um, seven years. I don't know anyone else who's done that many big projects as, right. as we have. And, and so, and we also now, because we've done so many, we get projects thrown to us all the time for full-service hotels. So with the JW, we weren't even looking to do that hotel, but someone approached us and it was just made a lot of sense. So we went ahead and figured out a way to do it. Um, and I'd imagine kind of that would be our next one. It, someone will give us a project that would seem like another once in a lifetime opportunity. And, and if we think it pencils great and we have the right brand and flag, you will we'll probably uh, do another one. It's nice when they come beating down your door instead of just the opposite, isn't it? 
Yeah, that tends all it tends to work out better that way, <laughs> in my experience. Well, good luck with the J.W. Marriott. Daniel Moon is the Vice President General Counsel for the uh, Sam Moon Group. Enjoy the visit. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thanks for more of our conversation. Go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.